Hello, everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to the latest episode of Con Job. First off, I want to start out by saying Happy Independence Day to America and hope everybody had a very fun weekend and still has all their fingers and toes after all the fireworks. In this week, uh, Lex and I have a sit down interview with Ken Murphy. He's the promoter for the show coming up this weekend in Missouri called CapeCon. All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, on this week's episode, we have a special guest. Uh, it's going to be the promoter from the Cape Comic Con. That's happening this coming weekend, July 10th through 12th in Gerardo, Missouri. Mr. Ken Murphy. Gerardo, Ken, how are you? Yes. Ryan, Alexa, I am great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Why don't you uh, give, give all the listeners just a little, a little lowdown of the show before we kind of get into some of the questions. Great. So we are celebrating our 15th annual event uh, in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, uh, next weekend, July 10th through 12th. Um, so it's a comic con, right? I, hopefully, we've all been to them. We all enjoy them. We all well them. We look depends. Like and like. Depends what year you're talking about. If we've been to them, <laughs> right? <laughs> I've heard. I've heard every everyone tell me that you know I may be the fir- the first show out of the box. Uh, <laughs> it's, I don't know. It has been an absolute struggle since February. At the end of the, February, early March, and it's just been. Another one bites the dust. That actually was our intro song a couple podcasts ago. <laughs> yes, it was. No, and, and I realize that. I do realize that. And, and, and you know, we can discuss the sobering. Uh, and that's a great word. We can discuss yeah. the uh, the sobering aspects of no shows. Uh, we uh, so yeah, we we're excited uh, to be holding the event next weekend. Um, of course, a tremendous amount of of hurdles and obstacles and challenges, but. We think that, you know, when, when the smoke clears and everyone shows up next weekend, those who uh, feel comfortable in doing so, that we're going to have a great weekend. Um, it'll be jam-packed with, you know, uh, jam-packed. Great use of terms, Ken. Wow. How about we back that up? Yeah. We jam-packed with fun. Yes. Yeah, there you go. We want to make sure. One thing that I think Alexa can speak to uh, had been, been being to uh, our show a few times Um we, we want to make sure that our show each year is full of content. That's what I meant by jam-packed. Content. There you um, go. We don't, want, we don't want to be a booth show. I think booth shows are great. I, I think booth shows have their place. But when I started the show 15 years ago, the idea was that everyone had heard of San Diego. Everyone had heard of Comic-Con International in San Diego. And we wanted to bring a little bit of that to Missouri. So you... You had you had mentioned uh, obviously you had a lot of hurdles that you had to go sure. through. What what were some of those? So so the hurdles to, to go through were uh, first um, Missouri had to open up. You know, uh, like like again, I can't tell you about every county and every city and every state, but I can tell you that uh, Cape Girardeau, Missouri, and Cape Girardeau County here in Missouri, um, it was shut down. Man, the month of April. There wasn't much of anything moving, just the essentials, as they call them. And Comic-Con wasn't pretending to be an essential on any level. So we canceled the, the initial weekend. We had been an April show. We'd been an April show in 13 out of our 14 years. This being our 15th year, uh, we were looking for the April weekend that we always do. And it flat out had to be moved. 
So we found what we hoped to be the next weekend on the calendar that worked. And that was July 10, 11, and 12. So that was the first big hurdle right there. Getting a hold of everyone, seeing what vendors were still available. You know, that was the first and big hurdle. And then to find a, a second weekend that we believe has potential for a fun weekend. So I know, Ken, you know, being to your show before, you you do a lot of stuff that, you know, involves the community. You get uh, you get some stuff going. I know, you know, you've had a wrestling event in the past. You're a big wrestling guy. Um, are you guys doing a wrestling event again this year? We are. All right. So, uh, so five years ago, um, I hired a uh, promotion out of Illinois across the river, my good friend Herb Simmons. And he came down and put on an event on Saturday night uh, as content, again, as, as a Saturday night evening event along with Comic-Con. I, I had such a good time. When the show ended, I got my promoted license and I formed a company with a couple of partners and we ran Saturday. Well, we, we've ran Saturday night at Comic-Con. This will be our fifth year. It, it's, and, it's CCW, right? Isn't that what it's called? It's called Cape Championship Wrestling or CCW. That's right. Man, you're talking our language there. That's we awesome. we are right. some wrestling fans. So, yeah. Good. I, I did not know that, Alexa and Ryan, but I'm yeah. excited to hear that. So, Absolutely. So, we ran, so we run the events monthly. You know, we probably run 10 shows a year. Um, and Comic Con is our big, let's go ahead and use it. Comic Con weekend is our big WrestleMania. We call it Super Show. So, yeah, um, yeah, there were a couple of years that we did, you know, the dance parties or, you know, the the bar scene. Um, I'd still like to get the community more involved. I'd like to go downtown one year and, 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 and do some fun things uh, a Friday or Saturday night uh, after Comic-Con. Because, again, you know, there's a hundred vendors, you know, there's a hundred people in town with hotel rooms. Not, not all of our Comic-Con attendees are weekend hotel type you know, we still do, we do people from 100 miles, 200 miles, even 300 miles. But for the most part, you know, it's everybody within about 40 miles of Cape Girardeau that come to the event, maybe 80% of those. So they're not really sticking around at night looking for a whole lot of evening content. But uh, the wrestling show has been a blast. And we do have it planned again for this year. So before we get into the, like the, the meat and potatoes of the show, um, you know, I know Ryan and I are big wrestling fans. And every week I've been watching WWE and, you know, you look at the performance center and they've got some people in there, but you know, it's, it's super distance and it's, it's people that, you know, work for WWE that are there. How, how are you guys going to handle, you know, the, just the obstacles of putting on a live event, like a wrestling show with what we have going on right now? What's well, a great, I'm, thank, I'm glad you asked. Let me just say this as a fan. Um, it, it's a television product. I, you know, um, as it relates to, to the big, the big national companies, um, I find it brutal. I find it painful, painful to watch pro wrestling without audience interaction. Absolutely painful. Um, I, again, do I understand they've got to be on TV to keep their television live event uh, contracts? Um, they're doing the best they can. Everyone is doing the best they can in a very difficult time. But, oh, as a fan, I find it painful. Yeah. Okay. Definitely rough. So, I agree. CCW closed for March, April, 
May and their first show back. Got uh, Alexa and Ryan, just for full disclosure, I left the company last year. I kept control of one show a year, and that's the Super Show. My partners still run CCW. We have a fantastic relationship. But when I left contractually, I asked them if I could still keep one show a year, and they would work with me in tandem for that. So um, I've not been involved for the past uh, 10 or 11 months. I, I did go to the show uh, two weeks ago on June 27th. They had a fantastic live event, 220 fans. So here's what it looked like. Everyone that entered the building was handed what was shown the table with masks. They were given the option. Here's a mask for you to wear if you'd like. You are not required by the county to enter this building to have a mask on. Those who chose, chose. Those who didn't, didn't. And I will tell you, it was very peaceful. It was very respectful. And everyone let everyone publicly. Now, what they did internally and what they said when they went home is their business. When they were in the building, I saw nothing but respect for everyone with and without the masks. Um, so what CCW did was they did the very best they could as it related to the placements of chairs. Front row was not the standard 80, around 20 times four. Front row looked a whole lot more like 13 each side. Then second row was staggered back an extra couple of feet with chairs pulled out in between. Not everyone, because if a group of four came together, a group of four wanted to sit together. That group of four, whether they were family or friends, didn't look at us and say, why aren't we social distancing? They were a family or a group of friends of four, and they chose to sit butt to butt to butt to butt. Then if the next group that we sold tickets to was a group of two, we would slide their seats over six feet, put their two seats down, and that's the way it worked. Um, I set up uh, with uh, the state official that comes in. He's a friend of mine. And I watched the event. Uh, again, 200 and 10, 220 people. It looked to go very well. Now, as far as the workers in the ring, we, we have to take care of the talent that comes and works in the ring. Uh, the ring ropes and the mat itself was actually sanitized after every match. It was kind of cool. Um, there are ways to be safe. Uh, nothing's 100%. There is a level of personal responsibility that everyone's taking. Uh, but as long as events that I'm involved with, as long as we are abiding by the county public, uh, the county public health commission, and the guidelines set down by the city as it relates to the buildings that we're renting for the events, that that's where we're letting everyone know whether it be the wrestling event or the comic con event. I know we'll get more into that, but uh, CCW did a very very good job at putting on a fun show, live interactive fans as safely and respectfully as possible. And so as far as the vendors go, we like to, you know, there's been a lot of talk of, you know, what are the, what are the safety measures that you're going to have in there for the vendors and then the safety measures that you're going to have for, um, for the attendees. Is there anything that you guys are 
you know, specifically doing that, that, that we haven't already talked about, like your hand, you know, are you going to be handing out masks? Is it going to be mandatory optional? Like sure. how, how's that going to work? Yeah. So let's talk about vendors. first. At, at the Osage center in Cape Girardeau, the showroom in a non COVID-19 year would be set up with 139 eight foot tables. I can assure you, there is no social distancing. They are tight. We chose, obviously, to only put in, this year, 94 tables. We purposefully, we purposefully dropped to create the proper social distancing 40, 45 tables. 45 tables have been removed. It does give us every opportunity to put tables. Now, every table won't be six foot from the next table, but every person working their table can be six foot or more from the next right. person no, working that's the good. next table. That makes sense. Okay. Um, we are providing hand sanitizer for everyone. Every table, uh, the Osage Center has sanitizing stations uh, affixed to the wall in and out of every restroom, in and out of every entrance and exit, and in and out of the actual showroom and the programming room. Then the, each table will have sanitize, sanitizer. Um, as far as masks, again, we went with county health department guidelines. We went with requirements for the city and county of Cape Girardeau, Missouri, and masks are optional. I wouldn't, it, 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 I'm putting on this event as if I don't make you wear one, and I certainly don't make you not wear one. So I know, you know, in, in Cape, you guys, you guys were one of the lowest counties to, you know, to have any infections. So, Correct. you know, you, you're seen in St. Louis and Kansas City and other, other cities where, you know, there's, there's mask ordinances that are going into place. Um, sure. You know, I think that's probably played into part of the reason why there's not a mask ordinance for you guys. <clears throat> but let's just say something crazy happens this week and, you know, there's that mask ordinance. It's obviously going to be going to be a required thing. Correct. Correct. Let, let me say one thing before I answer that. Uh, there was one more piece to the puzzle uh, as I was checking the boxes, the showroom, uh, and Alexa, you've been in this showroom. Correct? I have. Um, it sets up for capacity of 1,200 people. We are making that new capacity number 800 people. So 1,200 doesn't exist. 1,200 is off the board. The new number is 800. We will have a hand counter. When we get anywhere near 750, and keep in mind that will only happen on Saturday, we've never had 750 at any one time in that building on a non-COVID year on Friday or Sunday, only on Saturday. So as we get close to 800 on Saturday, uh, the counter, of course, will be in play every day. Um, that's when we will just, that's when we will have to go to any other establishment that does a two-in, two-out type of situation. But we are, we do want everyone to know that capacity is no longer that number. The number now is 
two thirds of that number. Okay. Uh, yes. Here's what's possible, Ryan and Alexa and everyone out there listening. What is very possible, hour by hour, day by day, the county health department and the county Cape Girardeau, Missouri, can at any time they 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 deem it necessary by the numbers, by the science, as people like to say, uh, masks could very well become mandatory and certainly, certainly will be uh, mandatory when that edict comes down, if and or when. Or, look, look guys, we, we live in a day-to-day uh, scenario where they can cancel my show. That's they true. It's true. And, and, I, and I stand... Uh, in compliance and respect of those decisions that have to get made. Those are tough decisions. Tough decisions get made by those, you know, at the CDC in Atlanta. Uh, they get made by our local county uh, health departments. They get made by uh, our local officials. Um, they do get made by showrunners. Showrunners make decisions to cancel their events. Nothing but respect and admiration for those tough decisions being made. Um, if we if we get there in the next six days, then, then that's what we will do as well. well I'm going to tell you, <clears throat> I, I haven't made my hotel reservation for the show for that fact, because, you know, Ryan and I we joke about it, like in our, our personal chats, just the fact that like every show that we pay for and get a hotel room for gets canceled. So we just we can't do it anymore. Like we we're waiting until the last second. And it's terrible that it's it's starting to come down to that. Hotels, hotels. It's it's a revolving uh, it's not a revolving door as much as it's a revolving um registration. Um bookings. They cancel and and, and bookings airlines. It's a it, I have had the worst month of Booking and rebooking and canceling and rescheduling flight. Ugh. I mean, listen, I need to come in here and, and I don't want anyone to ever be like, oh, poor Ken. He's had a tough way to go. Man, we have all, every one of us, everybody walking this earth. This is not easy on anyone. So for anyone to, to look at themselves in the mirror and talk about how tough it's been on them because they're trying to pull off a wrestling show or a Comic-Con, or anybody that wants to talk about how tough it is on them, it's tough on all of us. And, and, and you know, Alexa, I know you, you're you trying to to get out and, and, and work shows and how hard it is when they get canceled on you. Um, th- this is not easy on anyone at all. No, it definitely <clears throat> it, uh, it has <laughs> The whole thing hasn't been easy. I think, uh, you know, Ryan, we talk a lot, Ryan and I do, about, uh, you know, how tough it's been on the industry and how you have to get going at some point in time. You know, we've seen so many shows cancel and, you know, we've had, we, we know promoters that they've been given the option to cancel their show and they've decided to do it even though their shows are months and months and months out, you know, and it's because of the fear of, you know, another spike or of this or of that. You know, so to see a show that, I mean, we're, we're five days out, six days out, you know, we're, we're doing this interview on Sunday afternoon, Um, you know, to see it getting that close, it gets me excited. It, uh, it gives me a little bit of hope 
And it uh, gives me a little bit of hope because I have a show the next weekend. So I'm hoping that uh, Florida doesn't keep blowing up like it is. That's terrifying. I'm not even going to go there. But, um, you know, there's a show in Florida the following weekend. Um, So, you know, (laughs) I know you've got you you do a good job. You know, you're a smaller show. You 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 even said, you know, you're you're. Your Fridays and your Sundays aren't to capacity. You know, your Saturday is the day that it really gets uh, gets going. But you know, you get some good guests. You know, you've got. Uh, um, I think I saw, and I'm not sure. You know, if the website's updated, but I know Tom Cook, who you know is a, a Saturday morning cartoon legend, is going to be at your show. And who else is coming? I saw you got uh, Flash going to be there. Yeah, right? yeah, Sam Jones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. God, Godfather, Papa Shango. That's the one I saw. The one we were talking about wrestling. I looked it up. I'm like, oh yeah. So we got Godfather. I wonder if he's bringing the hoe train. Let's go back to the previous comment, and then I'll talk about some guests. If you don't, mind. yeah, um, yeah. So, so I am. I'm literally stone's throw from the state of Illinois. We're only separated by a little bitty old Mississippi River down here across the bridge. Um, that partnering state, those people who are a part of my community, complete and utter lockdown for four months. Right. No of any kind are happening for the foreseeable future. Am I, am, I, am I excited that I have the opportunity in my community to put on a show for us to to join together and, and enjoy the experience. I am, I'm very excited. Does it come with uh, challenges, trepidation? Absolutely. Would I be a moron if I turned a blind eye and, and, and allowed the show to happen without every single box checked? I would be. Uh, do I believe I can do that? I do, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I work with the, the Convention and Visitors Bureau, the Chamber of Commerce, the City of Cape Girardeau. They are all sponsors of my event. They're not going to let me go into their facilities and with their names on the marquees and, and with financial backing from the Convention and Visitors Bureau and major companies like Pepsi and Buffalo Wild Wings. And they're not going you know, to be a part of an event that looks like we are just throwing caution to the wind and having at it not the way we're going to do it. Okay, that being said, um, I've worked with a certain agent and that agent offered up Tom Cook uh, and Rags Morales back for April. I, I booked them both immediately and thought they would be perfect. One, really strong in the comic book world. One, Saturday morning legend right. in animation, right? Yeah. When, when things go down the way they have, I, I am thrilled that Tom Cook is absolutely ready to get on a plane and come to Cape Girardeau for the event. Rags Morales, that had to be changed. He's got an event in Florida that I think he's still making. I don't know. Um, yeah, so so a very interesting thing happened. Um, Sam Jones called me by way of Lou Ferrigno that was here two years ago. And Sam said, hey, I got your number from Lou Ferrigno. He had a good time at your event. Thought your event was well ran. I understand you're still having it. And this was, you know, 12 days before the show. <laughs> <laughs> said, yes, that's correct. And he said, well, listen, to come to your event, because 
you're, you're the you're the only one that'll open up and help. And I said, well, I guess that's a good fortune <laughs> for me that, that you're dying to get out of the house. Um, let's make it happen. So that's how that went down. And we're excited uh, to have him and Kate Gerardo. And then last year, uh, Austin St. John was joining the other three or four Power Rangers. And it was going to be a big Power Ranger powwow. And he apparently canceled last minute. So everyone's going, what? He canceled. But he had to go to that new Power Ranger show he had a recurring role on. So he called, his agent calls me back and says, hey, they've all, the show's coming on. The other Power Ranger cast members had a great time. Austin wants to get in on next year. I said, he does, does he? Great. He's going to have to make a video posted on my Facebook page explaining to everyone why he couldn't make it. Oh, that's great. And then I'll be happy to, and I'll be happy to book him. He did, man. He put a video out. It was, hey, Kate Gerardo, Missouri. Sorry I missed you last year. I know my castmates had a blast. Here's what went down. You know, I apologize for whatever that's worth. Like, we didn't expect him to you know, grovel. Right. But uh, if you'll have me back, I'll be at the 2020 event. And so uh, we'll have to have Austin. That's yeah. awesome. That's really awesome. Did uh, – had... Was it has it been kind of difficult with the celebrities? You know, with the bookings. Of, you know, I, I see you only have the one that canceled like officially. But have it, has it been harder for you to like when you're reaching out to people? Have they just been less likely to want to do the shows? So the funny thing about that is, um, yeah. So so we had six. Uh, I'm going to use round numbers. About six guests, and it's become four guests because two of them were like, oh, this just isn't really a great idea for me right now. And I'm cool. So we just now have the four guests. Now you mentioned the wrestlers. Uh, you all didn't mention the AEW wrestlers. I thought we might have some AEW fans. Oh, it's Chris Jericho there. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a dream. Huh? So, yeah. Alexa, I, I would need to give you a call. I would need to borrow a considerable amount of money. Yeah. Who else do we have yeah. coming? Darby Allen's coming. And Sammy Guevara. I don't even see the. Oh, yes, they're right there next to Pop Sean. Yeah, Duh. come on. Come on, Ryan. I, see him. I didn't even. Yeah, I don't know how I missed that. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan yeah. of AEW. No, of course. And, and I'm, I'm too old. I'm too old to have any disrespect and play a one one against the other game. Oh, I agree. Kind of guy. Love, love the WWE product. God bless them. They've been around forever and they certainly brought us through the 80s and 90s with some great, you know, great stuff. But I did. I did. I got really excited about the, the AEW product and Cody Rhodes yeah. and Dustin and uh, Chris, of course, uh, at the helm. Uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So uh, I attended a couple of StarCast events and uh, met Sammy. And uh, lo and behold, here we are. I'll be in Cape Toronto also. And at the CCW Super Show. Now, they will. Okay. As of right now. <laughs> They're not wrestling, but man, they yeah, right. That'd be great. Because one of the cool things that I think you know I, I like about AEW, I don't watch the product just because it's it's tough to watch, like you said, with you know without fans. But they they allow their wrestlers to to kind of do their thing. Like if they if they want to go you know and wrestle you know New Japan wrestling, they can, which is kind of awesome. Uh, yeah, I really like that they have really given the freedom. Yeah, I, I think that's great as well. Uh, 
I may have to. Uh, I may have to suggest that you guys uh, watch a little of the product. I've I've stuff. seen I've seen some AEW. I don't watch it religiously, but I I've, I've seen a few of the uh, the pay per views. But I I mean I know like Moxley and I know I know all the guys. I know some of the angles that are going down with with some of the stuff. But I don't watch I don't watch it as 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 much as I do with the WWE. Right. So so Ken, um, you know we we kind of talked about you know the, uh, um, you know the vendor you know the vendor thing. Um, you know you've talked about kind of the the what what you guys are doing for you know for the safety of the uh, of the attendees uh we talked about your guests um you know outside of that you know the the show the show is a good show it's a good small show um you know every year that i've been i've had a great time you know i i love cape dorado because downtown cape dorado is is great there's some good food down there and if anybody knows me they know that i love good food because gotta gotta feed the fat kid um (laughs) right gotta eat gotta eat um you know i know about your show but you know there early on you know people were were a little upset that uh, that any show was happening um, you know, yeah. period. And I, I know shows have, uh, have kind of taken some heat for that. So just if I'm, if I'm somebody thinking about coming to your show or if I'm a vendor that, uh, you know, is thinking about coming to your show, um, you know, sell me on it. Tell tell me, tell me why your show is great. I know your show is great. I just, uh, I, I, I want to hear, you know, from you, I guess, uh, why it's, why it's safe to come back and why, why we should come back this weekend. Yeah, you know, and though, so so it's fair to say that we have never existed in a time like this before. So this is this is new and uncharted for all of us. So I don't want to act as if I have the answers, nor do I feel like I'm going to sell you on the idea that my show is a safe gem in the vast wilderness of. Un- what I will tell you is this. St. Gerardo County is not the same as Cook County, Illinois. It is not the same as St. Louis County in Missouri. It's a community of 35,000, maybe another surrounding 25 in rural Missouri. And our numbers, our hospitals are not full. Our hospitals are not full. Is that because we have spent 12 weeks social distancing, washing our hands, wearing masks, staying home when we need to? Very well could be. Is it because we are not a center for for tourism? It very well could be. Um, the number of factors why we are not a hotbed of, of the virus outbreak. So that said, our county health department and our county officials have our community open. Masks are not mandatory. Anyone in Cape Girardeau, unless you are a business, and thank God you have that right to make it mandatory. So my events, so take that event that's going on in the world today and you choose to get out and live safely, but not in fear of events. I think our event after 15 years 
on a, and I'll call it regional, on a regional landscape. That's Missouri, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Arkansas. You know, we draw in years 17, 2018, and 2019, 5,000 attendees. Um, vendors, vendors and Alexa, I know you can speak to this. My show sells out of vendor floor space one year in advance. Now, is that because Ken is such a fun guy to hang out with for three days? Well, of course, I right? Think so. <laughs> I think it's because professional vendors who are on the road supporting themselves and their families with their goods, wares, etc., see my show as a place to spend those three days and and do well well financially do i think that's important for my event it is essential for my event to survive and thrive and grow to have vendors who will give my show the the chance and come and do well and 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 come back the next year and that happens on a large scale percentage wise like i said we sell out a year in advance now we talked about cancellations from so from from guests Let's talk about cancellations from vendors. First time in a, do- in a dozen years that matter. We have had massive cancellation from vendors only to have them replaced by vendors contacting me by the dozens per week trying to find a spot. Please find a spot. I can't do a show in the state of Illinois. I can't do a show anywhere. I can't support myself. Please find me a spot because you're those open. So for every vendor that canceled, and let's say there was 30 that canceled this year, and on any given year we have four, there was 30 that canceled, we had two to replace every one that canceled because they're out desperate to find an event. Do we want to put our financial well-being above our lives? Absolutely not. That's nonsense. Do we want to shut down our ability to provide a living for ourselves just because we are afraid of what could be out there. I, I think there are plenty people that say I will be safe and I will be smart and I will attend and I will, I will, uh, I, I will, I will live as opposed to saying I will lock my door. I am proud. That's a choice we can make. And if it comes a time, well, we can't make that choice. I will respect that. How uh, how often do you uh, like? How often are you in contact with the with the states, like with the the city and all that stuff? As far as any changes that come on, do they come contact you? Do you reach out to them, or how do, how does that work? As from the promoter they, from the promoter side, daily, daily, because like I said, my event takes place in a city operated facility I have to know and the city will not do anything that the county and the county health commission won't allow so I'm in contact with them daily talking about numbers talking about sanitation uh, sanitization stations talking about distancing talking about where we're at with masks talking just you know you name it it's daily okay you know, I don't see that change in the next six days. Right. 
<sighs> I, I have faith. I, I've got all the faith. Yeah, I mean, and again, it'll be what it'll be. If if in the next six days, and, and listen, don't book the hotel. I was, gonna, I was just going to say, if you have all the faith, Alexa, go ahead and book the hotel. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to curse myself just yet. But uh, you better believe it's getting getting booked Thursday night. And, uh, yeah, I mean, <sighs> I'll be down there with bells on, my friend. I know. And, and you know what? I Just so you know, um, you're going to have somebody from at least as far as Murray, Kentucky coming. Because uh, one of my old high school, uh, high school friends is uh, that her and her kids – usually go to a couple of shows a year and they haven't got to go to any of the shows this year. And she sent me a message and she's like, is Cape comic con really happening? And I'm like, yeah. Cause of course she, she knows that I'll be in the know. And she's like, I'm going to book a room and I think we're going to come on Saturday. Cause. So I just got to go. I mean, there's the guy, there's the guy, the family, the whoever calls me that said it, it messaged me and says, I'm coming from just North of Chicago. And I'm like, wow. That's a commitment. Come on. All right. But you better want to come in unless, you know, the show's, you know, is it really going on? Wink, wink, nod, nod. Yeah, it's really going on. It's happening. I was telling you, there was a baseball tournament in town with 2,000 people today. Where's, there, where's everyone freaking out over the baseball tournament? No, let them kids play ball. That's great. But the comic con, woo, hold on now. Oh, and I mean, I understand, you know, there's that stereotype about Comic Con people being dirty, but uh, guys, <laughs> You know, Ryan and I say it all the time. You got, you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. And you know what? If it, if something happens and it blows up in our face, you know what? We turn around and we, we go back to square one. But you got to start somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so we talked about you guys, and I know there's a couple of, of tough subjects that we probably need to talk about, and I'm totally fine with it. Uh, I don't want to get. I mean, we can get into it if you like. I don't need to go through the the dirty details, but. More so outside of my community, far outside of my community. Sure, there's some people inside my community that we wish that we, we close the doors and stay home. Sure, absolutely. But uh, we, we, we got contacted by, by some folks outside of our community in some pretty big numbers. And, and they're not here. They're in, you know, West Virginia. They're in, you know, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And, and they just can't imagine. Like, like, are you all out of your minds? Or excuse me, are you can out of your mind? How dare you? And, and, and they're not. <laughs> they don't really understand. And, and I'll go ahead and just say that they don't understand because they're not here. They're not in my community. But that said, you know, I'm not on my knees praying every night to my show happen. That, that you know, I, at all costs, let my show happen. No, I'm very, I'm very understanding. That, that communities with high numbers that unfortunately needed to probably be canceled. But that's not that's that's not the edict. That's not what we're hand, being handed in, in my community. We're not being handed the "I'm sorry, we're closed today." We're we're being asked in our community to to, to get out and 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 get life back to normal as we can with being safe and cautious. So, you know, I'll take the criticism the best I can. Uh, I, I do have a tolerance level for hate. Uh, and uh, I, I will only address it so far. 
to 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 so many you know people. Um, but as far as questions, concerns, sure, I'd be happy to address them. I'd be happy to address them <laughs> with you on your podcast, for instance. Um, but I think I'd like to think that we all have a, a level where hate and uh, fear and threats are turned off. So I, I did. I, I did choose not to address them all that's uh, that's <laughs> probably a good thing so we're kind of starting to get towards the end um because i know we had told you you know we we're going to do try and do about 45 minutes but i do i do want to let people know where they can find you on the interwebs um what's your what's your website my website is www.cape-com Dot com. And that is the best place for information moving forward in the next week. Um, I do have a Facebook group that we are building for the future where information will be disseminated um, and hopefully to big numbers. But right now, the website is the best place. And I have no problem with you contacting me at my Facebook page, Ken Murphy. Gotcha, gotcha. We appreciate the time, but before we let you go, there's one thing that we always do. Um, we we always uh, we always ask a couple of random questions. So Ryan, I'm going to let you go first. All right. So guys, uh, guys if you wanted to uh, let me just interject real quick. Sure. I'm happy to discuss uh, Sammy Guevara. If you'd like to discuss that, I'd be happy to. But other than that, shoot me these questions. All right. So. Uh, as when we when we talk to any promoters, we like to say, I'll, I'll ask two basically. So, if you could get any guest, regardless if money was no object whatsoever, if it was one living person, the person has to be alive. Who would you? Who would? Who, who, who would that guest be? Without hesitation, Linda Carter. Oh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, we haven't heard that one before. That's good. That's a good one. And then. No, no, we get we get all kinds of we get all kinds of them, but it's usually uh, some comic book people, or we got one where it was Robert Downey. And then Jr. Sammy Hagar, once, or no, so, uh, that's a good one. Uh, Eddie Van Halen was one of them. Yeah. Oh, Eddie Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen, yeah, which was <laughs> that was completely random, but awesome if you think about it, because it's Eddie Van Halen. Beyond awesome to have yeah. Eddie Van Halen anywhere in you know where you could sit and talk to him. Um, exactly. Uh, yes, you know. Um, Okay, my answer stands, but yeah. Okay, so then... Yeah, sure, I get it, of course. Yeah, so then, uh, so the second part of that question then is, same question, but now anybody who's dead throughout history, doesn't even have to be somebody who died recently, if you could get anybody that you've ever heard of in the whole history of the world, (laughs) who who would that guest be? You know, I think that guest would... (laughs) Yeah. That is uh, that is one of the top two guests that, uh, yeah. Really? Yeah, I think it would be. Um, look, um, I, I am a pop culture event. I get it. Comic-Con is a staple term. I'm a comic book guy from way back. I want my show to always have a piece, a strong piece, excuse me, a strong piece of comic slash pop culture. But yeah, when you throw about Eddie Van Halen, or I mean, if you want to go historical and 
bring in some, yeah, James Dean. Sure, I get it. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, well, mine would mine yeah. would still be Hulk Hogan, but that's just because you know he's the Hulkster. And I'm, I, you know, I'm down with it. I'm down with it. <laughs> uh, yeah. brother. I'm gonna go with Kirby and Lim- <laughs> exactly. So, so for so me, um, if you if you were quarantined with only one movie to watch, what would that one movie be? That one movie would be the really Tom Cruise. Song. Interesting. Oh, Tom okay. Cruise. Yeah. Take it. We were Meg and I were just talking about that, and I've never seen it. And she says it's like the best yeah, movie ever. I've never seen it. It's so, funny. so it's in it's in my top five best movies ever. So, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna you know again I I, I I like the gut the gut the gut reaction. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. The last time I've probably seen it. You know, gotcha. Huh? Now you you've traveled a little bit. Um, you know, you've been to a couple places. Yep. Um, when you're traveling, like. What's your favorite city to go to for food? Oh, yeah, that one's a tough one, right? So many good choices. It is New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, there's. We were just there in the January. It's a Creole. We were there in January. Yep. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need it to be Creole. I'm going to need to be made by someone with a Creole name. <laughs> I need uh, to be Creole-esque. I can't even remember. We've been there, what, three years um, now yeah. so that we've been going? And I, I can't – But I I really don't believe there has been one meal where I'm like, I, I will, I will tell you, good. there has been, <laughs> like, in the entire time that I'm going to New Orleans. Now, mind you, my my granddad is from Louisiana. Um, so he, he's a bona fide Cajun. Um, you know, he, uh, he was that guy who made my grandma cook all the Cajun stuff. So it was great. But in all of the time that I've ever been down there, what's that? Yeah. 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 Their, their last name is, is very French. It's Primo. Um, but, uh, no, the entire time that I've been down there, I've only had one bad meal. One. So, I don't. Know, I don't know that I'm a a, a, a food. Um, I don't know that I'm. I've never. No one's ever asked me that question. Just so y'all know, I've gotten the other questions a bunch of times, but no one's ever asked me what city do I go to where the food just. I just love. I'm a so chubby much. kid. I always ask about the food. You ain't got that. First of all, you ain't got Oh, well, you haven't seen me in two years. So when you see me this weekend, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, you got to do some sit ups and lay up those Twinkies. <sighs> no, <laughs> let me tell you what it is when I see you this weekend. So I'm the guy that has to really think to, to not hug. Like a, a good handshake or a hug is, is who I am. So this weekend is, is kind of like, It'll be a big, a big yep. wave, like a strong wave, within about three, three, three or four feet of you, but just a real like hand in the air wave. <laughs> it's crazy times, crazy times. <sighs> well, 
No, I, so. you know what? I think I'm good. I'm excited for this weekend. Um, we'll probably do a, a quick little, um, you know, a quick little, little update for the podcast um, during the show. Um, as long as, you know, as long as I'm not overrun with customers, which I, I hope that I can't do that all weekend long because I'm so busy. Um, but, right. uh, you know, we'll do a quick update and then maybe, uh, you know, maybe a week or two we'll get you on for a, a quick 10 ish minute uh, postmortem on the uh, on the show how it went and you know and go from there so yeah thank yeah i think for all of us a recap once we process uh, yeah. a day or two of the show it, it, that could be a very interesting recap it could be just a who who who, who would have thunk it i don't know we and <laughs> and i was going to say and the funny thing is is that's why alexa and i started this show was just to yeah to right. recap shows we were going to just go weekly every week just recap because there's always you know it, before this all started there's at least one show every weekend somewhere and that's how we started so that would be that would be great we'll just get you back on for a few minutes just get your thoughts on how things awesome went. thanks ken for Anytime so much for all. the time we right. will uh i will see you this yeah. weekend and we will talk to you soon thank you enjoyed it thank you both thanks ken